We're gonna write a book about everything. So many things that we can explore. Documented in a series of podcasts. I'm not sure what we're doing this for. Flight 29's big book of everything. Burn all the textbooks because they're obsolete. It's our attempt to rewrite history by making podcasts every other week. Hi, I'm quarter past Dan. I'm half past Charlie. And I'm quarter to Rich. And we're collectively known as Flat 29. And this is Flat 29's Big Book of Everything, Chapter 33, On Time. Time is running out, as bands once said. And there are only 24 hours in a day, and that's not enough hours, in my personal opinion. I think we could do with a few more hours to just do all the things that we need to get done. Uh, But if we did have more, what would you do with them? How would you spend extra hours in the day? Do you mean shortening the hours so you get more in the same time period, or the day is longer? No, I mean literally extending the days. Now, I know, scientifically speaking, that wouldn't work, but... Come on. (laughs) Well, all right. How about this? To make it actually work, we could push the Earth a bit further away from the sun. Okay. I'm with that. Yeah, but I'm fed up of this. You know. Already. Why are we always basing things around the sun? (laughs) Who invented time? Who said, Rich, you've got to get those reports done by three? I think it was your boss. I think it was my boss, but... <laughs> no, it was that ball that goes up and down on top of the spike at the Greenwich Observatory. That invented time. It dropped one day and went, right, fuck you, that's 12 o'clock. I wish balls weren't so foul-mouthed. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, it's tricky, isn't it? It's a nightmare. I never realised how much we'd have to know about the history of time to do a podcast about time. If I Have we got the time for this? <laughs> I feel like we haven't. If I had more time, I think I'd read more. Would you? Yes. What would you read? Just books. Oh, that's a really good idea. <laughs> and I'd also watch films, because you know, I always talk about this, but you know my one and a half hour film syndrome? You could expand that to two hours. I could maybe expand that, you know, if um, if I had more time. Is it a syndrome now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're describing it like a disease rather than just a weakness on your part. I'm describing it as if like you should donate because of it. <laughs> This poor man can only watch films equal to or less than Dodgeball. Please help him. He'll never see The Godfather. For God's <laughs> sakes, give now. The thing is, like, books and films, I quite often think, what else could I be doing with my time while yeah. I'm bloody watching this? Shit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think, though, realistically, just to end this little segment of talking... I'd still get bored. (laughs) Oh, right. Do you think there's someone who actually hasn't got any time? Because we always say, I haven't got the time. Yeah. But do you think there's someone who actually hasn't got the time? (laughs) (laughs) What's that? I don't know. I don't really know what it means. Well, that life is running out to such a point to go, no, I'm going to die in the next 10 minutes. I actually don't have the time to do that. (laughs) I have to go make it and lie down in my coffin comfortably. Yeah, Rich. Making it morbid. (laughs) You are so. I don't know why we say that, though, that expression, (laughs) have you got the time? No one's got the time. Well, you can't tie it down. It's a free spirit. Yeah, in some ways it's a free spirit, but in other ways it's a stick in the mud. (laughs) Because it's always like, 
Right now it's seven o'clock. It won't budge on that. Yeah, all right, time. Way to be flexible. But if you argue with it for an hour, then it's eight o'clock. Yeah, and you think, God, time flies. <laughs> time flies when you're arguing at a clock. Because time's gone on for ages. This has, yeah. It hasn't died out, has it? It's not a fad. I would like to suggest that this, up until now, certainly, has been the least comprehensible uh, <laughs> podcast ever, but I like that. Definitely. <laughs> because we haven't got the time to make it more comprehensible. We just simply haven't got time. I know. Is there anything you would like to do in that extra time in the end of the day? What would you do? How would you constructively use that extra time that you've accrued during the day? I'd just like to, for all the time in the day when I've been messing around and pissing about yeah. I'd like to do something really constructive with my life <laughs> in the in that extra time yeah like write a book yeah you know learn a new skill yeah impress someone <laughs> yeah <laughs> who would you impress um I'd impress <laughs> my family with a magic trick <laughs> <laughs> what kind of trick like a cup and ball trick. A cup and ball trick. What? So three cups, ball and one. That was Switch worth the around. extra time, wasn't it? <laughs> I like. You think you can only possibly do this cup and ball trick if you literally have extra time bolted on to the end of your day? With my hectic life, I'll never get round to cup and ball tricks. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Is that your dream? Well, it's not my dream. It's just a for instance, Dan. All right, okay. And also, how impressed would your family be, do you imagine, at that trick? <laughs> well, I think some of them would be. It depends on how good I can get it. But... I suppose so, you're right. Are you thinking of two-year-old niece? No, I'm thinking of 70-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're quite similar. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. Download it quick, cause my broadband is so fast Flat 29 have a podcast I download it from the internet Okay, well, what if you could go back in time? What if we've decided we're bored of now, let's go back in time uh, to a previous point in our lives, perhaps? When in your life would you like to go back and maybe change something? Something that went wrong, something that you could have done better... With your current knowledge, what in your life would you go back and change? Something I always do, and I don't know whether you guys do this, but I'm rubbish at meeting people. Yeah. I mean, when you're out in public and then someone comes along who you know from childhood or something, yeah. whenever I, whatever I say is crap. And then afterwards, <laughs> I always repeat what I said, go, like going, what I said that. What yeah. am I doing? I totally know what you mean. Do you do that? I do do the exact same thing. You meet someone because you're not prepared. Like when you are going to talk to someone and you know in advance, you can almost like plan what's going to happen or you've got an idea. If you see someone on the street and you're not expecting to see them, you've got nothing in the bank. No, you haven't. You've got, you're on your own. It's like, uh, it's like jazz. You've just got to, you it's know, awful. freestyle it. And it's horrible. <laughs> it's like jazz. It's awful. <laughs> if you're not <laughs> no. trained in jazz, then you're not going to get anywhere. Tell you what i do as well when i see someone who not quite on that level that i'm going to talk to that i'm just going to sort of smile and nod to perhaps i smile and nod at that person and then after i've gone past them i sort of think to myself 
oh, I hope that smile and nod looked all right. Yeah, I and do so, that too. And so then I do it again yeah. just to myself. And like in windows and stuff, I, pr- I, I go over that <laughs> smile and nod like, what did it look like? Oh, yeah, that was all right. Or, oh, God, did I do that? That was completely the wrong kind of smile and nod. I do that too. And something really funny happened the other day. I got so stunned by this wasn't someone I even knew. This was just one of our new uh, neighbours in the neighbourhood. Right. I was walking along with Han and this guy said, all right. And I was so sort of like not prepared for it. I just ignored him. <laughs> oh, so, Rich, faux pas. I didn't mean to, but I just ignored him. Sometimes you've got to just bail out. you just like, no, I'm not ready for this yet. <laughs> Sometimes when you actually go, oh, no, I'm going to say something, that's worse because yeah. you haven't thought about what you're going to say. It's an absolute minefield, isn't it, really? Human interaction. It is. I just think we need to know in advance. So this is the thing. If we could travel back in time, and just a couple of minutes, that would be enough for me. Mm. Walk past the person, smile and nod, then look in the mirror or in a car window, practice my smile and nod again, see what it looked like. If I then decide that smile and nod wasn't, like, satisfactory, then I can go back and try again. Yeah, that's good. I think you can't get too bogged down in it, though. I know, but I do, Rich. Clearly you two are way too bogged down in this. (laughs) So what we're saying is, if we could go back in time, both of you would head back and just kind of literally get your social faux pas a little better yeah i'd hone them mm. well that's an excellent use of your time skills. <laughs> i think i agree with you there charlie you'd have to do some good things as well oh oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> no i mean you'd have to go back in history to some of the classic moments wouldn't yeah. you just to have a little spy i don't want to get down on the ground though I'll, <laughs> I'll watch it from the sky or something you know and what's that gonna do though just watching it why aren't you going to go back and slap Hitler? Oh, we do that as well. Tickle his. Tickle dash. Hitler. No, don't tickle Hitler. He'll only like it. Tickle me Hitler. It's <laughs> like the new Christmas the new toy. must-have toy. No, don't tickle Hitler. Tickle someone who would appreciate it. Goering. Uh, no. <laughs> how, how about no one in the Nazi administration? <laughs> I'd like to go back and give a reassuring tickle to Mugabe. Goebbels. No, tickle my Goebbels. No dictator. <laughs> Maybe uh, Gandhi. Just when he's feeling down, <laughs> go and give him a bit of a tickle. Tickle me, Gandhi. Nelson Mandela. Just a reassuring tickle. I think you've made up a reassuring tickle. I've never had a reassuring <laughs> tickle. Yeah, no. It's true. It's had an irritating and slightly terrifying tickle. But it's not a bad thing. It's not like a punishment, is it? Yeah, but most of my Can tickles be. are distressing. All right, then, well, cancel that. Uh, but who am I going to tickle? Because it's not bad. En- it's not strong enough to do to Hitler. You want to do something Can't a bit we worse. Can't just pat Mandela? But it's too strong for Mandela. All right, pat Mandela. Pat Pac- Mandela. Pac Pac Man. Pac Mandela. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great game. Uh, and what's his wife called again? I don't know. Mrs. Mandela. Yeah. <laughs> like Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> right, like Mrs. Batman. Pac Mandela, Mrs. Pac Mandela. That would be great. That wouldn't at all be horribly disrespectful. <laughs> no. Let's do it. There's a game in there somewhere. All right, then. So, what's a more extreme. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't be tickling anyone. Suddenly it's just dawned no. on me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we should, really. Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. Let's see who's been getting in touch with us over the last few weeks since our previous podcast. Our first letter comes in from listener Mark. 
He says, Dear Flat 29, In your episode, Previously Rejected Material, Volume 2, one of you was chiding the other for using ounces as a unit of volume. Whilst you are correct that ounces are a unit of weight, the imperial system, which we, the United States, has so stubbornly refused to retire, also has ounces as a unit of volume, defined as one-eighth of a cup. Therefore, an average human bladder of a volume of 13 fluid ounces is approximately 390 millilitres, or a little over one-third of a litre. My problem is that I actually can't visualise any of those amounts, even in metric, and I'm supposed to know that. I know sugar, bags of sugar. Give it to me in sugar. Mark should be doing this podcast. Mark's too busy doing his uh, measurement podcast. Mark should do a measurement podcast. I'd I'd listen to that. I think Mark's got a sound mathematical mind. He should apply for a job. He should, shouldn't he? Mark, we would like to headhunt you to be part of the Flat 29 team and we would like to appoint you as head statistician and conversion and maths expert conversion and maths expert basically what we're saying is can you knock us up a spreadsheet and can you get it to us by five examples of work would be we'd write a song that's six minutes long and we'd say Mark convert that into a hit (laughs) that's three minutes long and we'd say Mark, our current CD is 13 fluid ounces. It needs to be lighter. They can't, <laughs> the shelves can't hold it. <laughs> and your brief, Mark, is that you can go anywhere within the bounds of maths. We're not going to put up any borders. <laughs> maths without borders. Let maths be your oyster. Let maths do the talking. <laughs> Actually, I don't want to hire Mark anymore. I want to hire maths. <laughs> Can you employ the concept of maths? Oh, don't call him a concept. He hates that. He'll put his resignation in for the first day. Charlie, how would we go about employing a a, a subject? What sort of subject? Maths. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) mean. wouldn't we uh, give it some sort of contract involving conditional formula and see what happens? On the advert, would you put, you need... A-level maths. You wouldn't need to, would you? Because you, you are You are A-level maths. It just says, you must be maths. <laughs> you must be this maths. <laughs> and that's what we'll say when he comes into the job interview. Ah, you must be maths. <laughs> <laughs> so, the thing is, I think we need Mark because he's probably got... A much better personality than the concept of maths. <laughs> yeah. We're hiring him not only for his mathematical prowess, but for his lovely personality. So congratulations, Mark. You're hired. Start work on Monday. Please bring some math. <laughs> right. We also got a letter in from listener Hannah, who sent us a lovely picture of her baby cousin and the following message. This is my lovely baby cousin, and I met him a few days ago. When I first saw him, I was trying to think of ways to stop me from getting all emotional because my other cousin gets embarrassed. So I asked my friend and she said, think of bananas because my nickname is Hannah Banana. But I eventually settled on thinking of him playing bass guitar in a maternity ward. Thinking of you, creepy stalker smile, just joking, Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ah, <laughs> uh, so I like the idea that、um, people are imagining babies playing bass guitar. Imagining is the first step <laughs> on my road <laughs> to getting all babies playing funk bass. So next time, Hannah. Why not bring along a bass guitar and just see what happens? Who could get emotional about bringing a bass guitar up to a baby? Yeah, who's gonna cry? No one. Jubilation. It's gonna be. You're gonna laugh. It's funny. It's funny. Exactly. Put it on YouTube. It's funny. Move the baby's hand over the strings. It's not playing a proper tune, but、no. it's funny. And ultimately, childbirth needs to be more funny. It breaks. <laughs> it breaks <laughs> the tension of childbirth and new children.、Yeah. I'd much rather. Be awake all night because my baby's playing slap bass because it's wailing. <laughs> Up all night again. He's playing rappers delight. Twelve inch. I'm not sure about、uh, thinking of bananas as a technique. That, how long can you really realistically think of bananas for? Bana- there's not a lot you can do with bananas. I'd say I could think about bananas for. Five minute max, and then you're on your own. First of all, I'd be thinking, well, bananas、uh, are yellow. Do you not get to start thinking of like people with bananas for hands, like fingers? I、mm. could think about that. That's funny or scary. I'd think about opening bananas from the bottom. Think about bananas opening from the top. <laughs> yeah. Think Freddy Krueger with banana hands. <laughs> I would think about that. I'd think about writing on bananas. It'll kill you in your dreams as part of your five a day. There's quite a lot to think about with bananas. Actually, you're right. Stick with bananas. You'll, It's a you'll bloody good idea. There's a lot of mileage in a banana. We'll get Mark on it, and he can convert that into kilometers as well. Yeah, <laughs> he's good like that. He's good like that. He'll do it for a nominal fee of twenty sums. He'll do it with a smile. <laughs> he will. Something which maths lacks. <laughs> Thank you very much to everyone who has sent stuff into us.、Uh, apologies, we can't read absolutely everything out, but but do keep sending it in. We love getting it, and we will read out as much as we can. Uh, finally, we got a quick message from、uh, listener Frankie, who is doing a hiking trip from Sheffield to Krakow. Where's Krakow? How do you say it, and where is it? Krakow in Poland. She's hitchhiking. It sounds absolutely terrifying, but she's、uh, doing it all for charity. So go on down to justgiving.com/forward/slash/Krakow2011、uh, for this flat twenty-nine endorsed charity venture. Uh, and it's flat twenty nine endorsed mainly because she's going to be listening to us the whole way. So keep going, Frankie. You can do it. Wave that thumb, damn it! <laughs> that last person didn't see you. You weren't enthusiastic enough well, with your jabbing. Well, don't tell her off. She's got enough on her plate. We got instructions for an IKEA bed in a big book of everything. A recipe to make bread in a big book of everything. We got the deeds to the sun in a big book of everything. And naked pictures of your mum in a big book of everything. So, what about if we could just simply stop time, Bernard's watch style? Have you guys seen Bernard's watch? I have. Yes. Yeah. yeah.、Uh, can you briefly explain the concept for me? It's a small child with a magic watch, which was presented to him by his grandfather or someone. That means he can stop time, and he does not use it for any decent thing at all. He doesn't abuse it in any way. Let's first point out that this is a kids' show, so he's not going to do anything pervy. This is true, which is a shame. So, what,、no. what sort of、exactly. stuff does what sort of stuff does he? Do. Normally, getting out of trouble at school for having done something naughty, as far as I can tell. Yeah. So I guess one good thing, if we had our own Bernard's watches、uh, and we could stop time ourselves, I guess we're going to do some pranks, right? Hell yes. <laughs> what kind of pranks could we do? Get David Cameron to do a hammer on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but just like put him in the situation where he's doing a hammer on. No, I think I think we need to stop time and just pick him up because that's one thing you can do when you stop time. You can move people around. It's good fun. You say that like you know. Pop him on stage at Glastonbury. Yeah. Give him a guitar and some sheet music of a guitar solo that is heavy in uh, hammer-ons and hammer-offs. Start time again and just see how it goes. Would he get Tony Blair as a second guitarist? Yeah. Well, as a guitarist, he's got flair. Yeah. That's, that's why they call him Tony Flair. They could be... <laughs> What's Nick Clegg playing? Well, Nick, Nick Clegg's the dancer because he can do a wicked U-turn. Oh! Oh, you know what he does? <laughs> he stands in the back and plays maracas. So basically what we're saying is if we could stop time, we would create a folk duo between <laughs> David Hammeron Cameron <laughs> And Tony Flair. Yeah. And put them headline at Glastonbury. Yeah. And the um, all the fans chuck hammers at the stage. <laughs> I think that would be so popular. <laughs> It'd be very good because it would give me a chance to premiere my new uh, Cut Some Fat Beats Not The NHS banner, <laughs> uh, which I've been wanting to get an airing. <laughs> well, mischief then. Mischief is the key, I think, to being able to stop time. What other kind of pranks could we pull what we could do is you know how like popular couples in the media they put the names together like brangelina sure that's the only one i can think of yeah we could manufacture some relationships by putting people in the right places at the right time to right. create funny names <laughs> okay. when you combine them. It's quite a convoluted <laughs> thing to it's do. It's a convoluted way of doing it, but I like it. So who are we going to do then? Um, so how about Bieber and Rich, bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> how would you get us together is the second question. I would put you on a luxury cruise and there's only one margarita left and you've got to share it with a straw but Bieber wouldn't drink <sighs> okay so it's the pizza okay it's a bit of pizza okay you've still got to drink it with a straw okay I'm with you we could get the popular Australian model Elle McPherson yeah together with Heston Blumenthal yeah uh, <laughs> and they could be called Bloomin' <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I do is I would dim the lights, get Heston to prepare a meal, yeah, get Ellen there, <laughs> get she'll, in there. She'll be doing his hands. All right, that's so good. Blooming out, Blooming out, <laughs> Blooming out, and we can set up um, Charlie with dead rapper Easy E to call him Cheesy E. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that works so well, does it? And I would set them up. <laughs> I like that you have to set them up as well, by, just to make it more by, plausible. By simply burying Charlie alive in Easy's <laughs> coffin. <laughs> Shit. They'll be talked about in the media. Oh, have you heard about Cheesy E's new release? Yeah, it's unlistenable. We could put Brad Pitt with Dan from flat 29 yeah and they could be called bran (laughs) (laughs) and then our our album would be called all bran (laughs) all bran all the time and um i'd get them together funnily enough 
over a bowl of all bran. Yeah. I'd put them in a romantic <laughs> breakfast setting. The least romantic breakfast ever. <laughs> and you bond over bran. <laughs> no one's ever bonded over bran. Time for another flat 29 hit A comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit Damn girl, you're looking flat 25 But when we're in the club, we're dropping flats when Hang on, hang on, hang on Stop the jingle Sorry, stop the jingle Sorry, uh, sorry, I've just received word We've got some breaking historical news coming in Uh... We've got to we've got to stop the podcast. Sorry, um, we'll go live to this news broadcast. Uh, maybe we'll be able to catch you later in the podcast. Sorry, not sure what it is, but apparently incredibly important. Uh... Good evening. We interrupt this program from an important live announcement from the recent archaeological dig at the site of the ancient city of Pompeii, destroyed by a volcano in around seventy nine A.D. Some shocking discoveries have been made which call into question everything we thought we knew about human history. At any moment now, these newly discovered artifacts will be revealed to the world. For instant reaction and analysis, we now go live to the scene where our history-slash-crime correspondents Sherlock Holmes and Professor Twinson await the dramatic unveiling. Holmes, what's the atmosphere like down there? Well, it's really quite excitable here. We have a really great find that they've brought from Pompeii here. It's uh, a new, previously undiscovered mosaic, and they've asked for my help and my good colleague Twinson here as we pass our expert opinion upon this new piece that they've found. Apparently they've had some problems deciphering its, its meaning. Sorry, Holmes, I'm going to have to stop you there. It looks like they're about to unveil the mosaic. Ladies and gentlemen, I am now proud to announce the new mosaic found at the scene of Pompeii. Please do come and have a closer look, especially if you're off the telly. Alright, what do we have here? Good, Holmes. Get your magnifying glass out. What? Here in public? You're all right with the detective, isn't you? Right, stand back. I'm going to whip it out. Hmm. You find anything saucy? This is most strange. I've never seen anything like this before. What have you found? There's a mosaic and it, it pictures a shiny man. Well, he's holding a pint of something. I'm not sure. Some sort of red liquid. And then there is a volcano which appears to be erupting. I recognise that bowler hat on that shiny man anywhere. Could it be? Hang on, wait. There's a there's an inscription underneath. Tabula Robotum Hex Alias Vicius. Metallic robot from another time. Check the signature. Did Rolf Harris do this one? Winstonius est in Pompeii. Twinson, can this be? Perhaps Winston, my my dear colleague Professor Winston and your brother. My brother. But we buried him, we put him in the ground. I sang him a song. We sang him a song. So much grief and anguish. So many harmonies. And yet, we never had an adventure in Pompeii. There's do you think it's possible he found a way to travel there from inside his coffin? Has he gone back in time without me? Yes. Hmm. There's only one way to find out. Hand me my chronometer. Yes, sir. It's time to go back in time. Here we go again. No, Twinson, no, I told you. That's not a suitable catchphrase. Meanwhile, in the ancient city of Pompeii, 79 AD, we join Professor Winston... Lost in time. I can't believe I've lost my chronometer. I'm stuck in this place. Bloody Romans, full of Romans. I mean, they treat me all right, you know. 
They think I'm some kind of god, but it's so hot here. Oh, great metal ruler! Oh, great metal one! How can I serve you? I bring you grapes! Ah, oh, shucks. You got any piri-piri, mate? What is this piri-piri, oh, great ruler? See, this is the problem with this place. There's no bloody Nando's. What is this Nando's? I have never heard of it. Look, just go away. I need to be alone with my thoughts. Okay, sire. Good day. I'll tell you what. I miss those guys. Sherlock, Twinson. If I could only find that chronometer, I could get back to them. Back to my time. 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 I'm lost in time. Trying to get back home. They don't understand me here in ancient Rome. Yes, I'm lost in time. And all the tokens in the world can't change my mind. Cause I'm lost in time And I'm filled with remorse And I miss my friends and my trusty horse And peri-peri sauce Seems so far away but I miss it every day But I know that I can find my friends again And we will travel side by side Solving crimes back in time I've been away for far too long Trapped in the depths of time I'm lost in time Been away for far too long I wonder what's been happening since I've gone And did I leave the other on? And does it even matter anymore? Now that I'm lost in time Nothing will be the same And do my friends even remember my name? Now I'm lost in time Well I must be the last thing on their mind But no, Sherlock would never leave me He would travel far and wide To get me back by his side But until he finds me I'll be lost in time I'll be lost in time I will travel far and wide To get you back by my side I'll be lost in time But until he finds me I'll be lost in time To get you back by my side I'll be lost in time but until he finds to get you back by my side I'll be lost in time Well, there's no point singing all day But it was lovely, sire! Thank you. I've got to get back to my friends In the only way I know how Arts and crafts 
It stood the test of time. I'm going to make a stunning mosaic. Fetch me some mosaic tiles, slave. Very good, sire. Bye. Meanwhile, nearby. Here I am again. Twinson, I've told you, no more catchphrases for the moment. That's enough. Here we are, ancient Pompeii. Cool, this is lovely. Well, depends if you like all this Roman crap, isn't it? That is true, Sherlock. I do love a bit of Roman crap. Yes, Twinson, but all this Roman crap's going to be covered in lava in a few days' time when that volcano erupts. Oh, yeah. Right, where are we going to find Winston in amongst all this? What do you think, the bathhouse or maybe the Colosseum? What about the vomitorium? He does like his piri-piri. I'll ask one of the locals. You, slave. Hello. I am the great detective, Sherlock Holmes. I require assistance with my investigation. No, that's okay. Hang on a minute. Who's that? Metal man. Who are you? Oh, you poor man. You must be a eunuch. You, you, sir. You're a metal god. We've got one of those. Come and join us. Well, I have been working out, but I don't know if I'm a metal god. (laughs) Metal god. Oh, metal god. What can I get you? Can I get you some Nando's? Hold up. What did you just say? Uh... Nando's? I hope that's not a problem. No, say it again. It's really funny when your voice says it. Say it again. I hope you don't berate me, sir. Oh, no, no. I was just born this way. Twins, and that's enough, as funny as it is. Please spare me. Spare my family. Eunuch, where can we find the other metal god? Um, he's over there. More specifically, we don't have time. Well, in that case, here's a detailed map. Excellent. All right, come on, Twinson. To the Piri Piri Palace. Piri Piri Sauce. Sherlock, this has got to be his gab. Look at the doorknobs, they're in the shape of chilies. All right then, Twinson, knock away. Hang on, I recognise that knock. Three knocks, one knock. And then two knocks. It must be my brother Twinson come to save me. Hello, how can I help you? <gasps> Winston! Winston, old chum, I'm so glad to see you. This You've time. come back to me. My life's been a mess without you. My new assistant is terrible. Oh, sorry. Um, Hang on a minute. This is a very cosy arrangement. I've been gone five seconds, and look at you. You're filling my boots. Winston, I, I filled your boots with Piri Piri sauce like your will suggested. Feels good, does it? Filling a dead robot's boots? It wasn't like that, Winston. I, I just wanted to live on in your memory. Well, Winston, this is a bit awkward, but don't feel too badly. I mean, you were dead. Oh, fair enough then. I was dead. You're right. By the way, beautiful eulogy. Excellent harmonies. Well... Thank you, Alvin. We, we tried. I mean, it was, you know, touching service. Excuse me, sirs! I'm sorry to break up this little gathering, but there's a volcano about to explode and kill us all! All us poor Roman eunuchs! And we'll be dead! As you lot of the standing robot metal gods, you must save us! Please! Go to the top of the volcano! Save us! Stop it! Oh, Winston, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm only new to this job. How can we save them? Hang on. I've got a plan. Eunuch. Bring me a million chickens. Yes, sir! What are you going to do with all them chickens, Winston? You'll see, brav. You'll see.
There's a long climb to the top of the volcano. I'm glad I took my horse. I just took the stairs, mate. Ah, didn't see them. That's the difference between Super Professor and Professor. Oi, watch it. God, I wish those eunuchs would hurry up. I don't think they got the balls, mate. Metal gods, I have your chickens! Nice one, eunuch. Let's toss them in the volcano. I think if we chuck a million in there, it might just block the thing up. Hey, Winston, this is like the biggest family bucket ever. I think you're right, bruv. I think this is one KFC bucket I'd like to delve into. All right, Winston, Twinson, start your chicken throwing. Come on, then. Get in that hole. Well, on you go, son. Wait. Nice and toasty down there. Yeah. It's the ultimate sacrifice. I think your family will be proud. Yeah. Winston, I think it's working. This one's a bit frisky. They'll write stories about you. You'll be a chicken mother. And another one. And another one. There you go, son. Damn. Oh, we're so close, but we've run out of chickens. What are we going to do now? Hang on, I've got a plan. Eunuch, get involved. Yes, oh metal god, how can I help you? I've got an idea. You're not going to like it, eunuch, but it's the only way I can save everybody. You're going to go the way of your testicles, down a massive volcano. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm allergic to volcanoes. Get involved. Oh no! Well done, that was excellent. What a team. Yes. The eunuch was shit, but we were amazing. Yes, ex- excellent job, Winston and Twinson. I mean, together at once for a team, the three of us, we're set to really do some good work throughout history here. And for once, there have been no major fuck-ups. Guys, I've been saving something for a while now just for emergencies, but I think this occasion truly deserves it. I'll just break this glass here... And here we go, lovely emergency piri-piri sauce. Look at that chicken. I'm going to pour it all over it. Oh, that looks lovely, doesn't it? Winston, no! Winston, no! Not into the volcano, you'll set it off again! There we go, covering that chicken lovely. Oh, hang on a minute. No, Winston, the volcano! It's erupting, everybody run! Leg it! Ah, shucks! Here we go again! Oh, that's a good catchphrase. Where did you come up with that? Oh, thanks. Well, you know, runs in the family. Winston, now is not the time. Get oh. moving. Oh. Oh. Keep running, keep running. Well, we should run more often. Just a little bit further. Guys, it's no good. We're never going to make it. Winston, hand me my chronometer. All right, Holmes. All right. I think so. I'll have a look. Uh, is it under me? No, it's... Oh, is it in this pocket? No, is it... Oh, I, can, I can't find it. Ah, shucks. Shucks. So that was it. That was Flat 29's Big Book of Everything, Chapter 33, On Time. Now, this week, we released a new song over at The Fump, www.thefump.com, which is a comedy music website, puts out new comedy music every week. And if you go there, you will see our song, Sneaking Snacks Into The Cinema, uh, which was done featuring the great Luke Ski and Carrie Dalby, who are comedy musicians themselves. 
we did a song together, Sneaking Snacks into the Cinema, all about the things we talked on our podcast about sneaking in food to the cinema. So go and have a listen to that over at thefump.com. Now, between now and our next podcast in two weeks' time, we're going to do a special Flat 29 live event to coincide with the royal wedding. We're having a royal wedding over in England, and it's pretty exciting. Are you guys excited about it? I'm excited, Dan. I'm psyched. No, there's too much irony there. I can't deal with it. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. (laughs) So we're doing this. We've got this royal wedding when two of our royal dudes are having a wedding, and we thought that we've all got the day off in England so why don't we get together and do a live Flat 29 commentary of the Royal Wedding what's going to happen is we'll have a dedicated webpage Uh, you can go onto it and you will hear possibly even see us commentating on the Royal Wedding so while you're watching it on telly instead of just listening to the Royal Correspondents and their boring voice why not listening to us talking shit about it So the day of the wedding is Friday the 29th of April. The whole thing will be kicking off at about 11 o'clock in the morning, so that is when we will be starting. We'll probably be going for about an hour, hour and a half, depending on how much of the royal wedding we can actually physically take. All signs point to it being excruciatingly awful, so who knows? All you need to do is go down to www.flat29.com and on our front page from about 11 o'clock in the morning we will have a Ustream link, hopefully, where you'll be able to hear us, possibly even see us, talking about the wedding. It'll be amazing. The audio will also be going out live over the radio station pride48.com but if you go down to flat29.com, 11 o'clock in the morning, 29th of April, all the details will be there. And, hey, we'll see you there. Royal Wedding. (laughs) Hooray. Hooray. So we'll have another podcast in two weeks' time. But until then, we will see you on the 29th, live on flat29.com, for some kind of royal wedding. We'll see you then. Bye. 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 Flat 29's big book of everything. Another topic down, a million's to go. We've covered that in enormous detail. There's nothing else you could possibly want to know Yeah, yeah That's good Sorry guys, Emily just came in and looked at me really incredulously and just said, did you just shout, throw in eunuch after eunuch? (laughs) And I said, yes, I did. (laughs) It'll make sense into a volcano. (laughs) Em says I'm a monster. (laughs) Yeah, right. you are. Okay. To justify monstrosity, though, it's fine. <laughs>